No entry video today. The uh, Buffalo Bills are sitting at five and five. Um, and this is the Coast to Coast podcast. Um, it's a very, very somber day so far. Uh, but nevertheless, we trek on. And um, just wanted to start it off with uh, thanking everybody to come in that comes in and watches and, and gives us a follow. Um, I'm going to bring my cold, so I'm Brian, and uh, we'll we'll get right into it. I hey, switched things up when you switched things up when you didn't. I? I like that. Yeah, keeps me on my toes. <laughs> yeah, I. Yeah, man. Um, I don't know, bro. It just just seemed like the right thing to do today. Anyway, um, mm-hmm. big game this weekend. Jets. Bills, um, huge loss on Monday Night Football against mm-hmm. the uh, against the Denver Broncos. That is a game we should have won. That is a team we should have beaten. Uh, and you know, unfortunately, we're we're here. You know, we're here. So, yep, absolutely. I mean. It, it it almost just left me shaking my head after that game. I didn't even know whether to be mad, upset, confused, right? I mean, it, I, I, it, this team has been leaving us in such a state of confusion, Whittle. I mean, where do we turn? And then all these changes that we had this week. Right. And if you would have told me four weeks ago that we're in a must win against the Jets or we could be under 500, I would have said, uh, <laughs> I wouldn't even know what to say, right, at, at that point. So. Onward and forward, that's all we could do. Yeah, uh, at five and five, uh, as a fan, I have at this point written off the season. Mm. As a fan, as a just like as a fan, um, like, like, okay, so me being a uh, an actual like level-headed person who watches football at five and five i personally think the bills are done this year i don't think that the window is closed i don't think that josh allen is no longer an elite quarterback like anybody saying something like that i mean come on like stop please Mm -hmm. stop like josh is still elite um but we have to be honest uh, when we are at, at, in, in the situation that we're in where we're, you know, creating content about the Bills. We have to be honest about the Bills. And the Bills are still a really good football team. They still have a really good roster. They have a really good defense. The offense is wildly inconsistent. And because of that, they're 5-5. Five and five. And it looks like they're on the verge of not making the playoffs. Uh, I think the last time in this Josh Allen, McDermott, Bean era that we were in a situation like this, we were seven and six, mm-hmm. and then we like, and then we won out, won a division. Uh, that was twenty twenty one. Miami wasn't nearly as good. The Jets were a dumpster fire. The Patriots made the playoffs, but I mean they were 
Mac Jones is a rookie. You know, it was whatever. Uh, and they went on a run. They they came within 13 seconds of beating the uh, the Chiefs. But to be honest with where we are right now, the rest of the AFC is really good. Uh, I think the Browns can – the Browns lost their quarterback for the rest of the year. Sean Watson's out. I think they can still make the playoffs without Deshaun Watson because that defense is all world. Uh, they got weapons all over the place. They can run the football. Great offensive line. So, you know, that's another team. Pittsburgh, I don't know how they're doing it, but Pittsburgh is still winning games. Um, that's another great defense. They got a ton of weapons. Quarterbacks wildly inconsistent. Um, the Ravens are great. They they are – I mean, they lost a tough game on Sunday to the Browns, but, I mean, they're great. They, You know, Todd Munkin's done a great job with that offense. He's uh, Lamar Jackson is Lamar Jackson's playing well. The numbers don't back up how well he's been playing, but um, he, he's playing well with with for for it being the first year in a new offense, a bunch of new receivers. His number one uh, running back out for the year. Um, get well, J.K. At, yo, they're playing well. The Chiefs are the Chiefs. Uh, the Chargers are not out of it. The Jags are leading the division in the South. Um, the Texans are really, really good. And at the beginning of the year, there was a big three in the AFC. It was the Chiefs, the Bengals, and the Bills. And at this point of the season, the Bills and the Bengals may not make the playoffs the way it looks right now. Both teams are on the outside looking in. Um, but the season mathematically is not over for either team. Um, the Bills made some changes this week uh, after another inconsistent performance by the offense. The offensive coordinator was fired and actually would was probably one of his best games from a play calling standpoint. You know, James Cook had like a hundred yards rushing. Uh I, I thought that I thought that he did a good job of of getting guys open, getting guys in space to to make plays. The execution wasn't there. We started off that game with uh <laughs> the first play from scrimmage, right? So Bills fans have been screaming. Sean McDermott, take the uh take the ball. Sean McDermott <laughs> take the ball. takes the ball. First play from scrimmage. We've been dying for a screen pass. They run like a little screen to James Cook. He gets some yards, gets tackled, ball gets stripped. Denver's football. First play from scrimmage. First play from scrimmage. So um and then from there it was just bad decision by Josh. No, actually, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I, I, I let me change. Let me change that. Um, Gabe Davis dropped the ball mm-hmm. and it went through his hands and into the arms of a defender. Interception. Uh, Josh makes a horrible decision. Interception. Right before halftime. Um, and despite all that, like in the second half, they come out. 
They they score. The the defense is still playing well. Um, we have a one point lead with Denver in field goal range. Sean McDermott doesn't act. He's done an excellent job with the defense so far this year. Excellent job, despite the injuries and all of that. The the team is still def- defensively. The team is still played well. Uh, I could say I'm gonna say. I would blame the Patriots game on the defense. That's that's really it. Like I, I think the defense played well in every other game. Um and uh we get to a point where they gotta rush on the field to get a field goal, right? McDermott burns his last two timeouts to force them to kneel the football, run to the sideline, get the field goal unit out there. The Broncos have to make a rushed field goal attempt. Um, And everything works. And the Broncos get out there. They get the kickoff. Uh, It's wide right. Buffalo Bills, hello, wide right, right? Uh, And a flag is thrown. 12 men on the field for the defense. Penalty, re-kick. They make the kick. The Bills lose by two points. What are your thoughts, Beyond? Wow, that's a that's a very loaded question right now, Whittle, right? <laughs> Considering yeah. there's so many thoughts, but I'll just start at the top. You've covered so much and so well. I you know. This is this is uncharted waters for this regime, right? We've been, you know, 2017, you know, 2017, we made the playoffs. We know that. And then we went, you know, we drafted Josh and it's been going up and up and up, right? You know, we've been on this nice trajectory. Okay, we, you know, last year was a little bit of a disappointment. We had all the circumstances last year, but we've never been in a situation now where, you know, five really subpar games in a row. I mean, this they haven't played like this since before 2017, right? Josh, for the first time, goes through a situation where his coordinator, his, you know, and, and he he was really close with Dayball, and he's really close with Dorsey. He got fired this time. He didn't leave on his own accord. So that's a that's a tough deal. I mean, you know, these guys have families. These guys, you know, they get fired. You know, they're human. So I'm sure for Josh, that, that was an emotional thing. So he's, you know, he's dealing with something for the first time as a Buffalo Bill, right? Boo birds coming out. When's the, when's the last time you heard so many boos at Highmark Stadium, right, for the Bills? It's been a long time since I've heard it like that, right? And I always say boos mean that fans expect more of you, right? We expect a lot more of this team that we're getting. So psychologically, I feel like the Bills are pressing a little bit, right? And sometimes that happens. You know, you get a lot of talented guys, right, Whittle? And they all want to make plays. They all want to win. I don't question their effort. I don't question their heart. It's just things can go wrong when this happens. And sometimes you overthink things and you, you complicate things too much, like that fourth and one call, right? What were we doing on that play, right? Why are we in shotgun, right? Why are we making Josh work so hard for one yard when he's 6'5", 240, right? Why are we working so hard when Latavius Murray is running really, really well, right? And we got a big back and we could just give him the ball and get the first down, right? So it's the psychological thing with the bills right now. And, and sometimes it's hard to get those answers with them because the season goes fast, right? We got to go right to next week again. It's not like the bills could take two, three weeks off and 
gather their thoughts, right? I wish this team had a bye week right now. I, I wish they had it right now, not not in two weeks, right? Right. It, you know, to get to get Joe Brady, you know, more acclimated with this uh this offense, give them a time to breathe and and get things together. But I mean, there's just so many things going on, right? And one of the toughest things in sports as a fan whittle is when your team see when your team is really bad and you're making your run to the top, it's so much fun, right? You know, you're building piece by piece, but there's nothing more frustrating when your team is towards the top, like we have been, and now we're falling down the five and five. It's very, very frustrating, right? You know, you, it, I, I feel like yeah, I'm in a bad mood watching the game. You know, it's, it's a different feel, right? It's not when we were coming up, we building, and we lost. It was like, okay, we're still building, right? And now it's you feel like everything's crumbling, like all this great work that Bean did, all these great things that McDermott's been up and down. We're going to get into that, I'm sure, right? But he's been he's been excellent, and now it feels like now we're talking about him getting fired, right? There's talks of there's all kinds of whispers about that. I mean, how fast did that change, right? From five weeks ago, after the Miami game, I had my friends tell me this looks like a a machine. This team is the, the favorite in the AFC. We look better than ever. And now we're out of the playoffs and we're fighting for our lives this week against the Jets. So having said that, it could change. I mean, the odds are super slim, right? The odds have gone dramatically down, right? Sometimes, I mean, even in the Bills Super Bowl era, Whittle, they had a few bad games. I remember some games where they scored three points against the Raiders. They lost to the Jets at home 24-17 when they were 17-point favorites in 1992. You know what happened, Whittle? They win an ugly game. And it just, some reason, it just kick-started that, that team. And then they ripped off four or five wins in a row. But like you said, this is such a tough conference now. And our schedule is so much more daunting. And that's why it's so frustrating because we had winnable game against Denver, winnable game against New England. If we just would have found a way to win those games, despite our issues, we'd be in much better shape right now. Yeah, all excellent points. Um before I go into the whole thing with Dorsey, um, I, I just want to talk a little bit about where we are currently. Uh, the Bills sit at five and five. Obviously, defense is still ranked really, really well. I think we might be top seven or top five in like points uh, allowed. Um, I don't. I mean, I haven't I haven't taken a, a a look at our turnover numbers, but we did we 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 did force we did um we did you know we're still forcing turnover, we're still force getting opportunities to to get the football. Um, you know, we we didn't we didn't really do it last week, but I mean uh, against the Broncos, but this defense is still despite the injuries playing pretty well. Um. And from a analytic standpoint, analytical standpoint, the Bills are still really strong on both sides of the football. However, this is the case where the analytics do not match up with what you're seeing. Uh, I like this is it's like the first time. I, I don't know if there's ever been a situation like this. So much so that you have uh, Brett Coleman doing a really nice video on. Um, breaking down like some of the issues that he sees uh kurt warner did something uh, re, uh today i believe on uh ken dorsey and this past game um 
you know, Warren Sharp wrote wrote something up. There, there are a couple other people who wrote up wrote up some uh, different articles and things like that about the Bills. Like, if for nothing else, we're definitely popular, um, <laughs> but <laughs> yes, for all the wrong true. reasons, right? <laughs> yeah. um, but where we are right now feels really, really different than where we were a few years ago, right? So, 2019, we go into Houston and we're up big. And, they come back and we end up losing that game in overtime. And I was upset because, you know, Phantom holding call on uh, uh, Phantom blocking the back call on Cody Ford pushed us out of field goal range in OT, but whatever. Um, I, I always felt like I was like, all right, you know, this is a good team. We'll, we'll be back next, like, we'll be back next year. Next year, 2020, no fans, COVID, lighten the scoreboard up, bro. Diggs gets traded to Buffalo. I mean, Josh Allen has his best year, career highs. Still, that's still staying for him right now, in touchdowns, uh, passing touchdowns, uh, passing yards. Uh, um, what else? Uh, bro, just I, like just his best year. He finished second in the MVP, and that was the year that uh, that that Aaron Rodgers threw a million touchdowns and had like three interceptions. He had a great, great mm-hmm. year. Um, he was that. He was stat padding. They were throwing, they were throwing like five yard outs in the in the red zone. So whatever, but whatever. He got that MVP. Josh played really, really well that year. Um, we get to the AFC Championship game, and the Chiefs, like the Chiefs, they kicked our teeth in that year. Uh, they ran for like two hundred and fifty yards, and then the playoffs, like they just were a better team, and mm-hmm. we realized that. You know, you we're good, but. These guys are championship level, right? So the following year, 2021, we come back out there. We play the Chiefs, beat the crap out the Chiefs. I think it was like 38-20. Run through the rank. Like, we we get we run through the first, like, six or seven games of the season. And, you know, we look good. And then a couple injuries, you know, some poor execution. Josh is not careful with the football. And, you know, we ended up going through a little rut in the middle of the season. Going to Tampa Bay, team is kind of reeling. We're seven and five. We go into Tampa Bay and we're thinking like, all right, look, we never beat, we, we never beat Brady when he was in Tampa, when he was in New England. But we got a chance now, right? So we got a good team. This Buffalo team's really good. And that team's really good too, but we're 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 better. I think we're better. And they just came they just come off of um well, I think that that was the year they went to they won the Super Bowl, right? I think that that is, yes. Kansas yep. City the year prior, right? So mm-hmm. we said, all right, cool, like, you know, it's a really good team, but we're going there. We're going we're going we're going we're gonna to give them, we're going to give them the business. We go out there for the first half and get shellac. I mean, it was ugly. We were down, uh, what were we down, 24, 20? I think we were down like 24 going into halftime. I think it was 24-3. I think we had a field yeah. goal. Yeah, if I remember correctly. Three, right. Down t- down three scores going to halftime, and it's like, bro, this season's done. Like, this team is not good. I, I mean, it's not as good as we thought it was. Josh is inconsistent. The offense is inconsistent. We have no identity. If we can't throw the football, we can't do anything. Um. And next thing you know, uh, they come out in the second half and just they just start lighting the scoreboard up. Josh is like Josh turns into the winner soldier. 
I mean, touchdown after touchdown after touchdown. Tie game, overtime, we end up losing Dane Jackson. Uh, I, I, he, he'll, he'll probably never see this, so I'll just say it. Dane Jackson screwed up. He was supposed to pass his route off to, uh, to, to Tremaine, and he was supposed to take the drag that, um, that uh, geez, what's this guy's name? Bashar Perriman was running. He was supposed to take that drag. He didn't take the drag. Tremaine's trying to chase a 4-3 guy, and you know who wins that battle, right? Mm-hmm. Not the linebacker. Not so, the linebacker. Yep. Yeah, they give it to Perriman. Perriman shoots up the sideline, game over. Mm-hmm. Seven and six, right? They run through the next four teams. They well, not run through them, but they won the next four games, get into the playoffs, and face uh the Patriots, annihilate the Patriots. And then you have one of the greatest games you've ever seen uh against the Chiefs, where we lose in 13 seconds. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a, a real issue with uh McDermott and the coaching staffs. Management of the end of the game. Sweetheart, can I get some water, please? Thank you. Sorry about that. It's <laughs> <That's> um, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, 2022, Dave Ball's gone. Uh, you know, Queen Dorsey comes in. A lot of continuity talk. This offense, we were right there. We signed, uh, you know, we were right there, man. We just could not get to Mahomes, and we got to get to Mahomes and get him on the ground. So, we go on to sign Von Miller, right? Von Miller, Super Bowl champ, bro. Just came, just had a great, just had a great, you know, postseason. Um, and next thing you know, next thing you know, we sign Von Miller. We're the favorites. Like everybody said, all right, this is the year for the Bills. 2022, year one of y'all got to win the Super Bowl this year because you're right there. 2022, year one. You got to win the Super Bowl. All the pieces in place. Start off smoking, right? Six, I think we were six and one or something like that. Yep. Go, um, going into, uh, what were we, five and one going into the bye week? Mm-hmm. Um, offense was clicking. We annihilated the Steelers. Uh, I think we beat the, uh, oh, we lost, we lost to the Dolphins, but we annihilated them in the stat or all over the stat sheet, right? Yeah, we did. Yeah, um, Josh had over 400 yards that game, if I remember. Correctly. Yeah, like it was crazy. It was crazy. Uh, we beat up the the, super, the defending champs. The Rams beat them up in their building, took over so far. All of, like, it was great. Everything mm-hmm. was looking great, man. Looking great. We go into the bye week. I'm thinking, all right, we come out the bye week. Now we really going to start rolling now. Are we going to go 15 and one, 15 and two? Mm-hmm. Like, what, what, what are we doing here? Mm-hmm. Green Bay first half, everything's fine. 17 points. I think it was like 17-3 or something crazy like that. And then the second half, the offense falls on its face. Josh is throwing throwing picks. We can't sustain drives. Like, the bottom fell out. And it continued throughout the season. Everything just became hard. Offensively, everything became hard. Defensively, things were still okay, but we suffered some injuries. Um, you know, Trey White was trying to come back from that 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 ACL tear, and we end up losing Von Miller in the, in the season uh, in, at the in, in Detroit, and it just like it just you know 
It just didn't seem like anything was getting easy for us. Mm -hmm. Go up against the Dolphins in the playoffs, and they nearly beat us because we had just terrible decisions. Josh holds the ball Very down sloppy. the field. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sloppy, sloppy game, bro. And uh, we escaped that that game with uh, a win. And then we go – we're home to bring – and the Bengals come in, and they blow the doors off of us. They blow the doors off of us. Um, and uh, that was – well, you got – I mean, people who know, who, who talk to me, they know I was off Dorsey uh, after, like, like, right around, like, Green Bay – uh mm -hmm. the jets like those games i was like something i'm watching on this like this doesn't look right it just looks plain like nothing mm -hmm. like he's not scheming anything up easy for these guys so um i was already off the train with him and then uh the Bengals defenders after the game said you know we knew what they were gonna do um you know, it was easy to prepare for because you know they they they're basic. Everything they do is basic. Like we knew what it was going to be. So, um, fast forward to this season, Dorsey's still here. Uh, we start off against the Jets. Josh, horrible decisions in the Jets game. We end up losing that game in overtime, and then we run off like three straight. And we look like the best team in football. And then we go over to London. And here we go again. Some of the same questions, some of the same issues that we had that I that that I saw in, in 2022. I'm seeing them again. Um, everything's hard offensively. Teams are keying in on what we want to do. Um, every bad decision is a turnover. And it's like, dude, like, yo, what, what is wrong here? Like, what is going on? We're losing mm -hmm. the teams that we should beat. We can't score points. What is going on? Finally, Sean McDermott had enough. And uh, after this past, this, this, this Monday night loss to the Broncos, at home, where we were previously undefeated at, we, uh, Sean McDermott fires Ken Dorsey. And I applaud the move. However, it's not all his fault. So I just ranted for what well, I just, you know, gave a long soliloquy about the history of the Buffalo Bills um, mm -hmm. uh, during the Josh Allen era. I mean, I think he can have one. If Joe Burrow can have an era, I guess Josh Allen can as well. So, That's right. The Josh Allen era uh, Buffalo Bills history lesson is over. Beyond, what 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 are your thoughts? Wow, um, no, and that era is continuing, right? I mean, you know, we're far from done, right? As you said, and I agree. Even if we're seeing here in our podcast, you know, our future, our hopes and aspirations for twenty twenty three are looking very bleak at best. I mean, we know it. Let's be real. Our schedule is very difficult. I mean, at Philly, at Kansas City. I mean, you talk about the two best teams of the league, right? We still got Dallas coming in. Don't sleep on Dallas at home. Still a very solid football team, right? And mm -hmm. the Jets, I mean, we're going to talk about the Jets in a little bit, but the Jets have been a thorn in our side. And considering the way our offense has been playing, 
and the way the Jets give us issues, this could be a possible recipe for disaster if we're not careful, right, on Sunday. So, you know, because the Jets know the, the Jets know they could stop us, right? When you hear Sauce Gardner talk, you hear, you know, Reed talk and these guys, they know it, right? Because they've done it, right? So they have that, it's like we talked about the psychological edge, right? So that's something, this is going to be a tough game on Sunday. Just, again, just if we could just get through it, and if we could somehow just go into Philly and you know the mindset I would take, Whittle? If I were McDermott, hey, listen, just go out there, play, play fast, play loose. Just get out there and get after it. You know, have some fun, right? I mean, if we could somehow pull out a dub against the Eagles, the eyebrows gotta go up like, hmm, all right. You know, seven and five, we're going into the bye, right? You know, we got a little bit of our swagger back. We beat the best team in the NFC right now, right? The NFC champions. I mean, that could galvanize this team going into the bye maybe you hear about Dawson Knox coming back maybe you hear about some other players coming back and you know, you never know that as as fast as it snowballed down the hill right now it could go up the hill but it's going to be a lot harder because we're down so many players right now right I mean we talked a lot about the offense and you said it wasn't all Dorsey's fault and you're right you remember the uh, space we did the other day with Damian Woody and I thought he brought up the best point if you don't have 12 men on the field, is Ken Dorsey still your offensive coordinator right now? Right? Right. Right. I would probably say he is, right? I mean, it, it, it's crazy. It was, it was a play that he had nothing to do with that may have caught. I, I think he was on the way out anyway, right? But that right. was the final nail, right? Just lose the, the result of the game, right? So, you know, wh- where do we go from here, right? Um, there, there's a lot of things to fix. I still think they're fixable. One of the biggest things I'm seeing, Whittle, is the defense is playing well. Special teams. What has happened to our special teams, right? The the kickback returns that, that some of these teams are getting on us, they're setting up at the 30, 35-yard line. Weeks 5 to week 10, we have the worst starting field position in the NFL, and it's not close. You name me one team, Whittle, that starts as often as we do inside our own 20, and rips off four or five drives a game for 80 plus yards for touchdowns doesn't happen right even when kids even when we scored 40 something points in our heyday we would always have a couple drives with their short fields because our defense was creating things for us right so the defense is playing solid but the, it's a special teams is also not helping the defense right so there's got to be some better efforts on on there either create turnovers or get stops earlier give that our offense a little shorter field and i think we'll see better results there, there actually is a team that uh, does rip off uh, long drives uh, from starting within their own 20, and it happens to be us. It happens to be the Bills. <laughs> yeah. They're the team that does it. They, they're one of the best teams when it comes to starting off inside your 20 or 15 or whatever. And uh, Brett, Brett Coleman, like, go, go watch his video. Uh, Brett Coleman talks about this. And he says, you know, they're one of the best teams at starting within their own 20 or within their own 15 and flipping field position by getting all the way to the other side of the field, um, getting into opponent's territory, you know, getting into the 40 or 30 or whatever. And then disaster, right? Penalties, turnovers, uh, you know, bad sacks, just different things that take us out of position to in these drives where um you know people keep talking about 
the Buffalo's EPA is this and their DVOA is this and EPA is expected points added and DVOA is uh defense over defense adjusted over defense adjusted variation over I don't know. I can't remember. I can't remember DVOA. Defense but. defense adjusted value over average. Yes. There you go. <laughs> there, go. there you go. Defense adjusted I, value. I had to average. Google it, but <laughs> yeah. I I was I had some of the words, but but anyway, <laughs> um EPA says that we should score a lot more points. The problem is <laughs> we have great plays, we have a bunch of plays that add to our uh EPA. We just don't actually get the points. These points are expected, they're not actual. Um, over this stretch of games where we were, we are two and four, right? Mm-hmm. If you add, if you take two of our drives in each of those games and have them in in field goals, the only game we lose, or the only game we're in danger of losing, is the Bengals game mm-hmm. because that would have pushed it to overtime. And who knows? They're at home, you know, their offense can move and. Who knows? Like they they may they probably win that game anyway. But I say that to say this. Joe Brady coming in uh doesn't have to revolutionize the offense. He doesn't have to reinvent the wheel here. He just has to be smarter in what he calls and when he calls it. Because the talent on this on the team will produce. Um, when I say that Ken Dorsey is not the total problem, um, we got to talk about 17. 17 uh, is turning the ball over and it's literally killing us. Mm-hmm. I went to, I went ahead and um, I went back to the Bengals game and to the Broncos game. Our last two games, and I just looked. I wanted to go and look at the interceptions, not not the ones that you know they're not really his fault, or they're not like you know they're not like bad, like you know, just like I I wanted to go back and look at the ones that were really like, what the hell are you looking at, dude? And I I, I clipped a couple of them. I'm, I'm gonna play them. Play one. We'll talk about it. Sounds good. Mm. What are you looking at there? Because it's not open. Yeah. But what is open? What is open is the check down. Right? Mm-hmm. Let's, let's, let's get another angle. Right right there. The check open, bro. Mm-hmm. Cook's open. Cook is wide open. Doesn't take the check down. Let's keep going. Last three. Ten. Bengals just rushing three. Allen picked off. Picked off. I'm I'm watching this and I'm watching this in real time, and I'm like. Bro, the corner is sinking with Gabe Davis. What are you looking at? Yeah. Let's keep going. 
this was the uh Alex Singleton in it. Well, it was it ended up not being an interception, but it was really, really close to being an interception, right? You didn't really get one foot in, if I remember. Yeah. Yeah, he only got one foot down. But those are not plays that you should make. Like in, in year six, this is year six. Mm-hmm. You should be making those plays. And um that's why I say it's not all it, it wasn't all Dorsey. Um you know, one thing about those throws, and you could correct me, I'm not a schematic genius by any stretch, mm-hmm. right? All those throws are to the are to the outside, right? Like right. where are where are the like I, I guess and maybe I'm leading to something you're thinking about doing later, but where does this lead into what you're looking for out of Joe Brady schematically? Like are you looking for more design plays over the middle a little bit more, mix it up, get Josh I'm, I'm out there? I'm looking for Joe Brady to attack the entire field. I'm looking for Joe Brady to go with what works, not what not what makes guys comfortable. Uh Josh Allen's numbers passing from under center uh against the Broncos. He was 4-4, 61 yards with a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Um shotgun 11 of 21 uh 150 yards or whatever and an interception. No touchdowns. Mm-hmm. There was the too much was there. Yep. And this kind of game, Whittle, we didn't need all the shotgun. We did we didn't need it. We need them under center. The, you know, the the offensive line was creating holes in the run game. They were doing very well. I mean, James Cook was just fumbles aside, was was playing excellent. Right? There, there was no reason for it. No. I mean, even if we had a game where Josh had 14 attempts or 16 attempts in this game, we walk out of there with a W, and that's all that matters. Yep. Yeah. Okay, so what if his numbers dip? Who cares? He doesn't. He always says, "I don't give a you know what's about stats, right?" So, right. Why aren't we doing it, right? So that that's my that's my frustration. And but I, I agree. But Joe Brady, right? He has a. He he wants to throw the ball, right? So. But like you said, it's not just throwing the ball down the field or chucking it. It's getting everybody open, and you know, in all parts of the field. I think it's going to be make it could make a huge difference for us. Right. So what we just talked a little bit about Josh Allen's turnovers, right? Mm-hmm. So last year it was the tur- turnovers in the red zone that, you know, that killed us. And Patrick Peterson said, yeah, like, you know, you could just wait and watch his eyes and, you know, he's going to give, he's going to throw it to you. I, he's baiting him into throwing it. And Josh gave it to him, gave, gave it to Pat, gave, gave Pat, Patrick Peterson exactly what he wanted. Took two away from him last year. Um, we ended up losing that game, and that was a game that honestly we should have won. Um, this year, you know, the the game against the Jets, three interceptions, a fumble, four turnovers attributed to seventeen. Two of those interceptions were some of the worst decisions I've ever seen. In my entire life, I don't know why he took him. I don't know why he did it. Uh, but for whatever reason, he did, and he ended up being turnovers, and we ended up losing that game. Um, you just saw the turnovers from the Bengals and the and the, the interceptions from the Brown, the uh, Broncos and Bengals games. Like 
Those are those are killers. And then not only are they killers, but the Bengals uh interception, I believe that was like that was like right after they scored or something like that. Eight. We were down seven. You give the ball right back in their ter- in in you know deep in our territory where they're just they turn around and score. And now we're down 21-7. When we could have double dipped because mm-hmm. <laughs> we got the ball after halftime, right? And then against the Broncos, we just the defense stands on its head, holds them to a field goal. You give the ball right back to them with 45 seconds, and they have two timeouts. Now they go down and kick another field goal, and instead of being down three, we're now down, what is it, we're, we're down six at that point? What was it? At the uh, half, it was 15 to eight. Well, 15, so we were down seven, right? So we were down four, right. So we were down four. Mm-hmm. You give up. You give up a – you turn the ball over there. They get a field goal. It's – um. Now we're down seven, and then after, uh, and then after that, they get the ball at halftime. The opportunity to triple dip. Mm-hmm. It's not just it. It wasn't just Dorsey. It was definitely uh, Josh had a lot to. Josh had a lot to do with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now it's not just Josh. It's it wasn't just Dorsey. There is another person who needs to not have his job. And that, in my opinion, is Sean McDermott. Mm-hmm. I was on the phone with Lee Sean watching the, uh, the you know, part. We, 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 we talked during sometimes during the game. And mm-hmm. um, we were on the phone at the end, like on the last drive. Right. So we're looking and. And McDermott's calling the timeouts, and and he's like, "Yo, like, I can't believe that we're in this situation. Like, we, if they make this kick, like, we we gonna be five and five. They rush out there, miss the kick, and then a flag on a play. Twelve men on the field. Um, <clears throat> at that point, like." To win a Super Bowl, right? Because this is our Super Bowl window, right? Mm-hmm. Um, to win a Super Bowl, you have to be good. You got to be a really good team. You got to be very talented. Um, you got to have good coaches. So we check both of those boxes. I think Sean McDermott's a good coach. Mm-hmm. Um, I think our positional coaches are pretty good as well. I think the, you know, I think I think we have a good organization. Um, I think the team is really talented. We got a lot of good players on this team. And you got to be lucky. And Josh Allen is tied for seventh in the NFL for turnover-worthy plays, yet he leads the NFL in interceptions. You know who who he's tied with for uh, turnover-worthy plays? Who's that? C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud has two interceptions all year long. Mm Mm-hmm. Josh has 11. So we're not lucky, or we haven't been lucky. But let's tie this in, right? If I know where I need to be because the offense is basic and I'm prepared for whatever you're going to do, 
because I've watched it on film and I know where to be when certain formations pop up. If there's an errant pass, a tip ball, a drop ball through somebody's hands, the defender is exactly where he needs to be to capitalize on that play. And that's what's happening. That's what's happened. So while the turnovers are bad decisions, a lot of them are bad decisions by Josh. Dorsey's not helping them. That hasn't helped them because the offense is so basic. Everybody knows how to prepare for it. They're in the right these these defenders are in the right spot every single time to take to to make a play on the football. That's why there's so many turnovers and so little, um, and so many and, and so few turnover worthy plays. That's why. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Another part of luck is you can't make mistakes. You got to, like, eliminate a lot of – you got to eliminate mistakes. Like, the things that you can control, you got to eliminate the mistakes. And Sean McDermott allowing 12 men to get on the field eliminates the luck of them missing that first kick, the Broncos missing that first kick. So, 13 seconds, you fail a squib kick it. Right. Communication error. Okay. Defensively, you know, I I wasn't happy with what Leslie Frazier called. I wanted to give Sean another shot because, hey, if he gets the defense, you know, the defense will play better. Great. And the defense has played better. But when you make mistakes like that, where you allow 12 men on the field in a game you need to win, Right, the Broncos are probably like the Broncos and the Patriots are probably the worst. They were the worst opponents left on our schedule. We mm-hmm. still got to play the Chiefs. We still got to play the Eagles on the road. Both of those games, we got the Chargers on the road. We got the Cowboys at home, and then we got to go to Miami on the road, and we got to play the Jets. Yep, all tough teams. All of them. If the any very- of these games at the end of our schedule was a gimme, it was this one, and Sean gave it away mm-hmm. coach mcdermott gave it away yep he cannot get us to where we want to go i don't believe it well i it, don't it, believe yeah. it. but it, it, you know it's it's he's done an excellent i mean overall if i if i had to give sean mcdermott a letter grade what would you say b b plus since he started, I'm saying since 2017, right? He's done a he's done a really really good job. He's restored our he restored our credibility. He took us to a higher level of contention, right? But now that we have a quarterback in Josh Allen, those those stakes go higher, right? Yeah, we're looking for. Some I give him a right. I give yeah, him he's, a. Done, he's done an excellent job. I, you know, the 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 eight and fourteen in our last twenty two and one score games though, is that a reflection of coaching to you, in a sense, or is that just one of those statistical anomalies that are hard to describe, you know, like you're right. Like there's so many things I do still like about McDermott, but I always have that, but right. That little thing in the back of my mind, like, yeah. Is he the guy in the biggest of spots when the chips are down, like that kind of game, I feel like McDermott fails more often than he succeeds in games like Monday night. And that, that's something that, that's why the the Chiefs, you know, they have hardware in their case if we don't, right? It could be as simple as that, right? So, and I guess another follow-up question is, 
who would you, what kind of coach would you look for next if we were to go down that road? It's got to be an offensive-minded head coach. Uh, mm-hmm. I think offensive, like, that's the wave right now. So if you get one and he's good, you're set. You're set because the philosophy, the game plan, the play call and the play design, none of that none of that goes anywhere when you have mm-hmm. an offensive head coach yeah. as, as, your, as your guy. Not if it goes another, anywhere. Another question I had for you is – Considering McDermott said it was his decision, his decision alone, that he fired Ken Dorsey, is that a sign to you that Gula has given McDermott the power to do it so he may be back in 2024? Or do you, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, even if, let's say the wheels come off, we finish, I don't know, seven and 10, right? Just a terrible year. Like, do you feel that since he, he was able to pick, make that decision, do you think that is a, clue that we will keep him next year or do you think Pagula could still pivot and say you know what we, we got to make a change here and, and relieve McDermott of his duties Out, outside of Sean McDermott committing a felony I, I think he's <laughs> I think he's solid I think he's mm-hmm. he's safe uh, I don't think he's safe after next year though I think yeah. he's safe I think he's safe after this season but next season could be his last if the team is not I think if the team does not drastically improve, and and when I say that, I mean, like, I think if they don't make the playoffs this year, they need to get to the Super Bowl in the following year. I think you could see Sean McDermott um, out the door. Um, I'll, I'll say this. You look at the you look at the games that we we lost over the last uh six, five, five or six games or whatever it's been, uh last six. Um like I said, two extra field goals, and you know, we're we're having a different conversation about this team because we're looking at potentially a nine and one, eight and two team fighting for the one seed, right? Um so if you want to, if for those that want to hold on to hope, that's where it is, right? So, there, there are play calls that the decisions that are made throughout a bat, throughout a football game that sometimes blow my mind. Mm-hmm. Third and two, why are we in the shotgun, Ken Dorsey? Mm-hmm. Fourth and two, you have no play design for a fourth down call, like just. We're gonna run a spot concept, and that's it. Like, mm-hmm. okay, you always run spot concept out of trips, right? So they're waiting on it, and it didn't work. <laughs> it didn't work. So the it, things like that. Doors. If 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 Brady can come in and clean up those things, right? If Brady can come in and say, hey, Josh, listen, I, I understand that you're not super comfortable with uh, going under center. You prefer to look at the defense from shotgun where you can see a lot of stuff and you don't like a lot of pre-snap motion because you don't want the picture to change on what the defense is doing. I don't care. You're getting paid 40-something million dollars to win football games, and this is what it's going to take because the numbers show – that when you're under center and we're running the football, we gain a full yard. 
And when you're throwing the ball from under center, you're really good. Your numbers are really good. Mm-hmm. Play action from under center is really good for this team. Mm-hmm. Let's do more of that because it's really good for the team. And that takes me to my next point about 17. Mm-hmm. There was a press conference today, and they're asking Josh, you know, about you know everything that happened or you know everything that's going on right now. And he says, Well, you know, he feels bad for Dorsey, kind of feels like it's his fault, part of it's his fault, and he's right, it is. Mm-hmm. And then he said something along the lines of I gotta I gotta get more comfortable with just taking the shot down, check downs, even though it's boring. And I I got upset when I saw that. Um because y- you're supposed to be winning football games. You want to be comfortable, you can be comfortable in the offseason on the couch. You can chill when the offseason's here. But from July to January, excuse me, July to February, you need to be locked in on football, bro. Mm-hmm. You need to be locked in mm-hmm. on the NFL. In the offseason, I expect you to work toward getting ready for the NFL, but you can be comfortable all day and when you're working, when you're working out. That's fine. You know, do what you need to do. But you got to do what's best for the team. Um, Ryan Clark of ESPN said, uh, I believe it was Ryan Clark. He said, well, Josh Allen is these, these, these turnovers is downright disrespectful. And he's right. They're downright disrespectful to your team. Your defense is depleted and you're turning the ball over in the worst spots. Yep. Making it harder for us to win games. So um, Joe Brady has a two uh, a job to do now, and it's twofold. Uh, clean up the play calling. He, he's got to do a better job. He's got to do a better job of, than Dorsey did in managing the play call and the formations and what we're doing and what the plan is when attacking uh, the, the, our opponents. Um, and the second thing is hold Josh accountable. Make sure every time Josh makes a bad decision, you go and talk to him about it. Real time, for be on the sideline and tell him, dude, you are killing us right now. Mm-hmm. This We can't win games if you're going to continue to do this. Yep. We can't. Because the defense is depleted. They can't get that. Right now, they're not getting you the extra one or two possessions a game and forcing those quick three and outs. The the time of possession and the amount of drives that we're going to get the offense on the field is left because the defense is so so banged up, right? Mm -hmm. So for for those that hold out hope, this is the test. You have one of the best defensive units in the NFL from a coaching standpoint all the way down to the players. They mm-hmm. are one of the best. I think the Jets have a top three defense. 
I don't yeah. care what the numbers say. They have a okay. top three defense. They're very, very, very good at every level. I thought linebacker and safety was going to be an issue. It's not. They're good everywhere. They're good everywhere. You can't attack them in the slot. You can't attack them. You can't attack their linebackers. You can't attack their safeties. Their corners are really good. They do everything good. Their front four is really good. Great rotation up front. They get after the passer. They're tough to run against. Like they're 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 very good. They're very good. Yeah. Um, so this is the test. If Joe Brady can step into this offensive coordinator role, bring the Jets on. Like they're coming on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Bring it on. Bring it on Jersey. The Jets come in there, and this offense can score twenty-seven points on the Jets. If you can put up 27 offensive points against the Jets, I don't think there's a team that beats us after that mm-hmm. game. I yep. think if we win, if we beat the Jets and we can put up 27 points, I think there's a really good chance we go on a run and win games that people don't think we're supposed to win. And if we can go on a run and secure the division or a wild card spot, we're going to get some help from some wounded guys that are going to be coming back. Uh, Daquan Jones will be back. If we can do that, we're going to get Daquan Jones back for the playoffs. I think we may see Milano if we get into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And you give me an offense that can score consistently between 27 and 34 points a game with Matt Milano and Daquan Jones coming back to this defense, that's a team that's ready to compete for a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Despite yeah. despite being 5-5 five and five and everything else that we have going on. Mm-hmm. You know, For recent recent memory, the Super Bowl, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, at one point were what were they uh, five and four? I believe like they that. were seven and five when they lost to the Chiefs at home. Mm-hmm. I remember, you know, our, our guest Thomas. We had a couple weeks mm-hmm. ago. We were talking about this a lot recently. And the Bucks looked yeah. bad. They they got beat mm-hmm. really bad in the first half of that game, but then Tampa started coming back. They they got it together and they showed some life. And then from there, it didn't look like oh, the Tom Brady experiment hasn't worked. It's it's really not going too well. And then you know they played us and they beat us, and then they kind of took off from there. So you know, Whittles, as much as we've talked about how it looks like the season's over. And stuff like that. Like you said about if you look at the analytics, right? And analytics are a guide, right? They don't always tell the whole story. And and I agree with you 100%. But it also reveals some hope, right? It's not like we're 5-5 and and getting completely outplayed by Denver, you know, or getting outgained by 200 yards by this team or that team, right? Like, there's still plenty of good things there, right? It's like... It's like the bills are a great dish that you cook, right? You get in your kitchen, right? You know what I mean? You got all these great ingredients. We have them all on the table. We got the Diggs's. We got the Allens, right? We have a, a, an excellent, you know, Ed Oliver's been a monster this year. 
most pressures in the league, by the way, from a defensive tackle. Yep. Let's give him some credit. He's been fantastic. I so so we have we have all these great ingredients on the table, right? But what do we need, Will? Right? Maybe got to put a little extra sugar in there, right? You know, get, get that thing a little tastier, right? Maybe a little bit of salt or, or or something like that, right? That's where Joe Brady comes in, right? That's where making some tweaks, like you said, to you know, to schematically to our offensive game plan. Not turn the ball over as much, being sharper, a little more crisp on offense, right? Josh cutting down on the on the mistakes, like avoidable mistakes, right? Hey, sometimes the other team just makes a good play, right? I mean, sometimes a guy, you know, I forget what turnover was with Cook, but like the Denver defender made a nice play. I mean, he just knocked it right out. And sometimes you just got to give credit to the other team, right? right? So it's not always about us, but the, it's the things that we can avoid, right? If we could just somehow do that. And stick and 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 then the analytics come into play with that. And then some of these games that we thought we weren't going to win, maybe we mm. we eke out some wins on the road. And like you said, then it it snowballs from there. And then the confidence level goes up. That swagger comes back. So it, it's such a you know it's such a it's it's like um you know it's like Damien said right. Football is such an emotional game right. It's built on so much emotion right. It's there's right. so much of that into it and. Don't you feel like the the Bills just they, they feel like they've lost that juice, right? You know what I mean? That and yeah. and a game or two could really turn that around now. So I'm still hopeful. We got a really tough game coming up on Sunday, like you said. I'm not I agree with you. I'd love to see a 27 spot on this team, but it's gonna be a tall order against the Jets, you know, because they're they're but again, just like week one, the game we went to, right? Whittle. Right. If Josh could just take what they give him, right? If we could just run with some consistency, right? Just get James Cook. Give me like 15 carries, 70 yards. Give me something, right? Maybe we see uh, Lombardi Lenny this Sunday. This would be a nice game for him. I think this is a perfect game to put him in, right? Fournette's sure. got that experience. He he understands what it takes in these big games. He's been in those locker rooms like what's going on right now. And he's seen his team come together, right? He, he, that's going to mean something. So we got to lean on that. And listen, if we win 17 to 14, I'm good, Whittle. We just got to get through the Jets. And then after Philly, I feel like Philly is the game where we could possibly, the offense could, could because the Eagles secondary has been getting cooked this year. So I think we could do some damage against the Eagles from an offensive standpoint. It's a Jets game for me, Brian. Um, be honest, it's a Jets game for me, man. The reason why is because it's a division game. Um, they have defensively had Josh, defensively they have had Josh's number for nearly two years now, right? Everybody knows it. So the moment that Josh lights them up. I think you ride that momentum into Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. And if we can put 27 up on, if we put 27 up on the Jets, mm-hmm. we can put 27 up on the Eagles. We could put up 37. No offense to the Eagles. I mean, they're they're on a really excellent, they're a fantastic team, but defensively, we can put up some points on them. Mm-hmm. Right. If we can do that against the Jets. We can go, I think we go into Philly and I think we win. Yeah, and then you have the bye week, and after the bye week, you got Kansas City in Kansas City. 
And their offense hasn't looked great either this mm-hmm. year. But they've managed to win games because that defense is playing out of this world. But again, if you can put 27 on the Jets, you can go in the arrowhead with the winner soldier and win that game. Mm-hmm. Now you're cooking. Because if you run three, you run off three straight, sitting at eight and five with a game uh at the end of the year against Miami. Now you're cooking. Absolutely. So now you're cooking. So what would you say? What is your uh score prediction for Sunday? I can't give one because I don't know what Joe Brady's gonna do. <laughs> I don't know what he's I, I don't know what he's like. I'm not I have no idea how he's gonna call the game. No clue. I can't give a score prediction, bro. I don't even trust that this team can get it done. So this, for me, I hate to do this, but this is a wait and see for me. Mm-hmm. No, I get you. I, I, I feel it too. There's part of me that's even wanted to pick the Jets, right? So right. maybe I will join you in that wait and see. I would just say this. The biggest key to this game, in my opinion, is we need to get off to a good start in this game. You know, there's been so much going on with this team, Whittle, right? Could you imagine if we go right down the field, you know, 60, 70 yards? Let's say we get a nice return, right? Josh makes a few nice throws, rip off a couple good runs. We get a touchdown, get a nice 7 nothing lead, get the crowd into it. You know what I mean? Maybe get up 10 nothing, and then force Zach Wilson to try to beat us. That plays into our hands, right? Right. And continue to, you know, make sure Brees Hall does not break off that big run. That's going to be very important. If we do those things and if we can get up, we can, we can handle business. But I agree with you. The way the season's been going, let's just see how it goes next week and see what we're dealing with Yeah, next next week. I think we win. I do think mm-hmm. we win on Sunday. Um, But I, I got to see how – I got to see how it goes. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, that's 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 what I got, man. Uh, you got anything? You got anything left for the people? Uh, to to because today was the first day that, yeah, that we've. You know, uh, I just want to. I want to give some shout outs real quick to uh, Buffalo Vet in the chat. You've been great, Raul, and of course our our frequent flyers, Pat, the Bill, and and Donna and Johnny Case Fishing. I'm just naming some names here. Our buddy June didn't show up today. I was a little dis- I was looking forward to it, but you know, I figured this would be the week. But uh, you know, but everybody in the group chat, you keep it lively. I really appreciate it. James as well uh stopped on by. So and Tommy, so it was great to see y'all. So continue keeping those comments coming, and we appreciate all of you that listen to us on Coast to Coast. Yeah, this is the first time. This is the first time that we've uh that we've streamed directly to Twitter. Um mm-hmm. so you know. Coast to coast, um, you know, if you go to my profile, I'm at Whittle 2K. Uh, it's beyond 716. If you go to if you go to my profile, you can get the link to the YouTube, or you could just mm-hmm. follow us on Twitter, and you know, we'll be streaming through through there as well. Um, and yeah, uh, that's that's what I got, man. Um, yeah, and to everybody out there, if you're not here with us next week, happy Thanksgiving. You know, it's going to be a, a short week next week. Yep. Whittle, thankful for your friendship and to do this podcast with you. It's an honor. Always, brother, always. Uh, thank you all for watching. Thank you all for tuning in. 
uh, next Wednesday, 9 to 10. Um, we went a little bit over. Sorry. Uh, but we always you know, do. <laughs> yeah, tap in with us, man. Like, we, we're going to keep this going uh, throughout the rest of the season. And, um, you know, subscribe. Even if you're going to watch us on Twitter, please go to YouTube, subscribe, like, and follow. You know, so when we put other content out here, you know, you'll be able to uh, to check it out. We do have some other things coming. Um, Deion and I are going to talk about that uh, very, very shortly. And, um, yeah, we'll go from there. But thank you all for tuning in. And, you know, like we end off every week, man, go Bills. Go Bills.